Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I am Michael J. Sutton and this is episode 48 of Freedom from Fear. Today, Freedom from the Darkness of Christ's Death. Today I'm going to talk about a special kind of darkness, one the Church doesn't like talking about. There are lots of things most churches don't want to talk about, but this is one day especially we'll try and gloss over. Today we will confront it head on. It is probably one of the worst kept secrets of Christianity. The darkness we will ponder today is the darkness of Christ's death. It is the darkness when God the Father turned his face away from the Son, so he would never turn his face away from us. It is recorded in three of the Gospels, and it occurred in the hours before his death when he hung on the cross. Matthew 27 verse 45 records, From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. Mark records in 15 verse 33, At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. Luke records in 23 verse 44, It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. The world was dark, and the sun stopped shining. The fact that this is recorded in three of the Gospels suggests that the first generation who knew the events surrounding the death of Christ saw this happen. I do not believe this was an eclipse of the moon or some natural thing, but rather a veil falling on the world, because the creator of the world, the one through whom all things were made, was about to die. John chapter 1 verses 3 to 4 and Colossians 1 verses 15 to 20. Jesus was the one through whom all things were created. What was happening in the world? Was the world upset, despairing over the unjust condemnation of the Son of God? Was the creation aware that God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross, as Paul suggests in Colossians 1, 19-20. While on the cross, dying, Jesus quotes from a psalm some terrible words that he cries out to those who were there. Mark records it in his Gospel. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lemma sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus is quoting from Psalm 22. Here are some of the verses that follow the verse Jesus uttered on the cross. My God, My God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted, and you delivered them. 
to you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults and shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast on you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls of Bashan encircle me, roaring lions that tear their prey, open their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax, it has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me, a pack of villains encircles me. They pierce my hands and my feet. All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. What was his father doing while Jesus was on the cross? The father was turning his face away. He could not look upon his son. He could not look upon sin. And he forsook his only son whom he loved. For on that cross Jesus became sin. That is why the darkness occurred. That is why the veil fell and the land fell dark. And that's also why Jesus died quickly. His heart gave out. He absorbed into his being all the wrath of God for sin. Jesus always called his Father, My Father in heaven. And yet here he is only God. He had lost fellowship and communion with God, for God turned his faith face away. The old word for this event was propitiation, the turning aside of God's wrath for sin. You see, the church has a problem. For if Jesus did not turn aside the wrath of God for evil and for sin, and did not turn against turn aside God's wrath for sin, then he will turn against you, and he will turn against us. We see this repudiation of the Bible, the repudiation of the atonement, as it is called. We see the repudiation of the cross of Christ. We see the repudiation of God, um, God's wrath being poured out upon the Son in all the hideous monstrosities of the church, such as their obsession with sin and judgment, their obsession with the ritual of penance and confession and the idea of purgatory. And the reason is, many churches, if not most, do not believe the death of Jesus achieved anything at all. And most importantly, they do not believe they are forgiven. But no hocus-pocus. 
or silly nonsense of philosophical posturing will save anyone from the wrath of God except the Son of God, who endured the cross for all who will come to God in faith. Paul tells us in Romans 8 verse 3, For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did, by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh. In 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21, Paul wrote, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We have freedom from the darkness of Christ's death, no matter what the church tells us. If you have faith in Christ, God will never forsake you or turn his face from you. All the wrath of God has been poured onto the Son. If you fail, and we all do, acknowledge it before God and move forward in faith and resolve to be faithful. But there need never be a day when you do not stand before God with all confidence and assurance because on that terrible day the darkness that was meant for you was taken by Christ. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.